Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Which one? Uh, the good nurse. Um, oh. Yeah. Do you <laughs> brave? You you brave to try and um and muster some energy after that. <laughs> Set my alarm to watch the good nurse this morning. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, the laundry's still in wash. Um, uh, but I thought, um, well, I'm wide awake, so, so I, um, it's gonna be a bit nut. I thought I'm gonna have some of this here wine, but I didn't want to open it. Uh, before um, you got out of the shower, because I, I noticed you didn't drink your tea, and would, well, I totally get that, by the way. I mean, you don't know me, and, and this is a really weird situation. It makes total sense. Um, but I thought that, um, you know, you might want some of this, but if I open it while you weren't here, that, um, that um, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I'm rambling, Jesus Christ. Um, I thought you wouldn't want any if you didn't see me open it. So I waited. I'm good. Okay, joining me once again is Bernadette from Australia, who is probably um, very prepared now for Airbnb life. If you travel to America or Detroit, I guess, uh, now that you've seen Barbarian, you, you know what to watch out for, all the red flags. Exactly. I have actually stayed in an Airbnb in America, so... Um, I, thankfully there wasn't anyone there when I arrived, but, um, not even little, we did, we did break the toilet. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So you were the barbarian. Then. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I, w I won't shame the person that did it. So with this one, um, I believe you did get to see this one theatrically, even though it, it came a little bit later, we, we flipped ticket to paradise with Australia and America. So we got barbarian. About that, but uh, you all received it right in time for uh, for Halloween yeah, viewing, we... and you, so how was the uh, the theatrical experience for you? Because mine was, I think, mine added to it rather than watching it uh, at home on HBO. I think I'm definitely glad I saw it at the cinema. Um, I've been sort of looking forward to it for a while because I'd heard I, I I somehow managed to not get spoiled in terms of what was what the sort of plot of the film was, which is rare for me to be honest. Um, but yeah, it. I'm glad I saw it at the cinema. It's such a shame that I saw it during the day in midweek. So it was just me and two people that probably should have bought a ticket to Ticket to Paradise because they were close to heaven. And um, I. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very sweet way to put it. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think that I. Maybe they thought it was like Barbarella or like Conan the Barbarian <laughs> or. They were not prepared for the movie that, that came mm. and they left about halfway through for about 40 minutes and then returned, which was weird. Um, and <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, this is kind of like a, <laughs> they were like, actually, no, so there's still not enough fucking in Ticket to Paradise. Let's go back to the Barbarian. I think there's something might happen there. Um, yeah, let's go get some mother's milk with yeah. uh, Barbarian. Oh, God. But yeah, this is kind of a Australia. We tend to like hoard the if an American film, a horror film, kind of is popular uh, and it's released, you know, prior to Halloween in the states, we'll tend to like wait. They'll they'll keep it until Halloween. So we've got at the moment we've got Barbarian. 
smile is still he's just been out for about probably four weeks here what else is out that's horror halloween kills only lasts like a week here or ends sorry i should say um it mm. didn't even last to halloween <laughs> so such yeah. as well you don't, i was about to say such as the strength of peacock but i don't think peacock we don't have it here available. so yeah that's yeah that's the only way to see it so obviously it was really really bombed that it didn't even last to halloween it's not showing at my multiplex anymore I think Smile is uh, has outgrossed Halloween. Really? Ends. Um, I haven't it seen the, it. And, well, um, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's, okay. it's one of those. It's the sort of thing I thought, uh, I'll watch was, it at home. There was, uh, I think, Lights Out is one that came out about mm. five or six years ago. And it reminded me of that because I think they were both based on short films that I could see mm-hmm. being uh, effectively creepy. Because that's about all they have to offer is like, mm-hmm. isn't that creepy in a short burst? And then, then you stretch that idea out to feature length and it gets progressively less creepy. But I, I will say, um, at least this year in post-COVID times, it pretty much looks like if you're a horror movie fan, that's all that's keeping the uh, the theaters open right now. <laughs> so very similar. I also had walkouts. I had walkouts in my uh, no! brain, which is one of the... One of the reasons I enjoyed it so much because <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a horror movie guy and I was sort of driven by like, not necessarily that the trailer was great unto itself. Uh, it's very minimal, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, with proper context that all it really shows you is a woman uh, books an Airbnb of sorts and someone else is already staying there. And then she decides to stay and she starts mm-hmm. to hear weird things in the night and that's pretty much where the trailer leaves you is her like opening the basement door and that's all you get so it it did not really set you up as far as uh much runtime into the movie unlike i watched i think it was called the invitation that came out late summer here and i mean this is i guess kind of a spoiler just in the marketing materials it shows the trailer shows you everything up until about the last 15 minutes (laughs) and then then that's that's it like you get uh you get a brief uh exchange and that's the movie it's like Mm. oh okay so but i i appreciate the walkouts because it showed me that the marketing kind of worked that people didn't necessarily know what sort of ride they were in for did they walk out from boredom or did they walk out from this, from like the, they were disgusted or maybe a mixture? I took it more as if we, uh, you know, this, this, these, these pairs, these couples signed up for, uh, a thriller of sorts, mm-hmm. maybe some sort of stalkerish kind of thriller. Like mm-hmm. who's the creepy guy? Like basic bitch horror. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I won't say that they were close to heaven. It's still a plot. It implies that their minds yeah. are close to heaven, close to, you know, <laughs> uh, disintegrating. I, I really enjoyed this too, actually. I didn't mean to, like, when I implied that, that they walk out of boredom, that wasn't my, um, I can just, Im- simple people might be bored. Um, people who go to the movies and don't actually want to pay attention, um, that don't actually understand, like, what makes a good movie. <laughs> maybe they would be like what is this why does it keep changing what you know why is it this you know the because as you say the trailer which I didn't actually watch until after I saw the movie kind of sets you up for what you think the movie is for the first 20 minutes um as you say there's the setup of the the woman goes to the Airbnb and is uh, you know of all people uh 
a, the the guy who plays the clown in it <laughs> is the guy little Scar- guard, yeah, baby Scarsgard. Um, exactly, baby Scar. He's still hot though. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer older Scarsgard. Like, <laughs> on that note, Bernadette, um, they are really amping up the creep factor with him in a way that could be a real person could say these things in an effort to uh, ease the tension mm. or to bring some degree of comfort. And I don't know if it is the fact that he was it, that he's the clown. Um, but it just veers into that territory where it's like, Ooh, this is really creepy. Like <laughs> he even knows when he's offering a drink that there's a possibility yeah. that he would be suspected of spiking it in some way. So he's like, here, I left this one. I left this one in the bottle for you just so you yeah. don't think anything. That's thoughtful, but also the fact that that's running through his mind yes. is like, Jesus Christ, this guy has creepy shit on the brain. Well, it's almost like he's got this awkwardness to him, um, and he's quite tall, which I think can be, I don't know, he has this sort of feature, he's that Scandi face that's kind of like, it looks like he belongs on like a crime. He he looks like the, the guy that would be like the main suspect in some sort of like Scandinavian I love crime that show. you were instantly suspicious of gangly men. Like, yeah. oh, the limbs are too long. Gangly I don't know men, about this. Their eyebrows and their heads are just not big enough for me. I don't appreciate <laughs> don't appreciate that. Um but as you say, he does kind of he she's obviously as most women would be unsettled by this and and concerned uh, is her instinct. And he is awkward at first. And then, as you say, sort of starts to acknowledge that why she is, you know, has maybe a, a different feeling of terror as a woman than he might in this situation. She even says that to him. She kind of says, well, you know, if you walked in, you would kind of wouldn't even phase you um, that I was here. Um, but it's it's a different prospect for a woman when, you know. Probably think like, oh, cool. Attractive lady here. Well, exactly. isn't this well, nice? <laughs> and he, there is like this weird romantic vibe that sort of develops between them eventually. But that that sort of red flagness maintain is maintained because, as you say, he the fact that he keeps saying the right things in a sense, like, "Oh, I noticed you didn't drink your tea, and I don't want to open this wine until you're here, so you can see." It's like, oh, okay, but is he just saying that to, you know, lull her into a false sense of security? <laughs> and I like the fact that that the, um, oh, God, I can't remember her name now, the the character's name. What is her name in the film? God, uh, Tess, Tess, her main character. Yeah. She, I like the fact that even when she starts to warm to him a bit or, you know, has the wine, et cetera, she's still once she goes to sleep she like checks his bag out she, i love that there was a copy of jane eyre in there that was classic um in his, in his suitcase so kind of creepy yeah it's, it, but yes again like you know you kind of go <laughs> oh but then you go mm, like okay like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was just i guess i i almost wish i'd gone in completely like not even uh, the fact that it, it had received good reviews and people had said don't you know, don't know anything about it. You kind mm-hmm. of are anticipating that there's going to be mm-hmm. some sort of uh, shift in the film or that, you know, a, a level of like unexpectedness. So I guess I was sitting there waiting, like, mm, what's, <laughs> what's going to happen? But that was one benefit I had because all I had was the, like, I don't know what it is currently, but it was at like 90 some percent yeah. Rotten Tomatoes when it opened here. 
And that was what I was operating off of. Like, well, now wait a minute. This, like, yeah, I mean, an Airbnb thriller. I'm like, you know, even if it was well done, I would think like that's a 75% if you're, you know, saying effective little genre piece. But why are people going fucking nuts about this? Yeah. Um, and it is hard to talk about in, in that way because there have been people at work. Of course, you know, since I see everything, I've sort of diluted <laughs> my brand as far as the ability to tell them. You would think that would make me more effective to say, okay, I've seen all the shit. Now watch this one. But they're like, ah, he watches everything and I, you know, what, whatever. But where it is now over here released on HBO, I'm like, okay, you don't have to go out yeah. to pay your you know, your ticket fare. Just watch it. But I'm like, please don't, you know, if you are going to click on it, don't. Don't just read up on like well, what do people yeah. say on YouTube, or don't listen to like one of our stupid podcasts about it. Because <laughs> even now, I'm looking at, <laughs> at the clock, and I'm like, all right, at what point do we do we jump into spoilers? I feel like well, I'm trying to establish. To come people. on, if it's out on streaming in um, America, I think you're pretty safe, and it's been out here for a few weeks. And um, you know, the only person that that I know that listens from Australia is my friend Sean from work, and uh, she ain't going to go and see this movie. So. <laughs> it's all right, all good. we'll, we'll throw her it. under the bus right now. So there you go. Very shine. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's your official, I guess, you know, spoiler warning. Yes. Um, and it, at least in America, is out on streaming now, and presumably will be soon in Australia as well. Like I think mm. these type of small movies, this it did do well. It only had like a four and a half million dollar budget, so it's it's been very successful. Well, that's for like the blessing modest, of horror, isn't yeah. it? Because it, you can do so much. On a small budget, especially if you, you write the film well, wasn't it shot in like it wasn't shot in Detroit except for a couple of scenes? Wasn't it shot in like somewhere very bizarre, like obviously very cheaply? It's like, um, oh, I, I felt like it was another country within the European <laughs> middle, like some, yeah, it was definitely in like Europe or something. It was not shot in, in America at all, except for like one scene, I think, um, which would, I I'm, guess, also I'm decrease the budget. You I was continue. about to say my tab is failing me, but it, I found it. Uh, <laughs> Bulgaria. Oh, there you go. Bulgaria. Also creepy. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> and also my tab is telling me that Zac Efron was the original choice to play uh, the Justin Long uh, character, which was uh, described as a beefcake kind of himbo. I don't think Justin Long is the just, beefcake version. I think the Justin Long version is better because it's almost sadder. He's... he's his narcissism and his uh, just – we'll get to him, I guess, later on. But, yeah, I, I'm glad that they didn't go with Zac Efron. Uh, I actually think Justin Long is perfect in this. But continue with your spoiler. Yeah. I'm, I'm debating like I, <laughs> on that. I, I think Justin Long, when he does pop up, uh, he does manic. He does <laughs> manic well, well, but so. I, I truly believe that he is so moronic and this is real spoiler territory here, that he doesn't know that he raped a woman. Like, I feel like... The character or Justin Long himself? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> both. I don't know Justin Long personally. Sorry, Justin. I hope that's not the case. <laughs> I was just cracking up because I'm like, you know, given what Zac Efron projects and Justin yeah. Long, the fact that well, you would say, I... no, 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 Justin Long is a real moron. <laughs> Zac well, Efron the way is he a plays fucking the character. The way he plays the character, like he's... There's almost like a level of patheticness to him. And maybe because mm. when I'm looking at him, I'm thinking, you're a celebrity? You're not that hot. Like, in... <laughs> Whereas, no right. offense, Justin I Long, fair. I wouldn't kick you out of bed. I don't think you're unattractive. But, you know, when I'm thinking of... Well, he's not 
tall and gangly, so no, he's definitely you know not threatening. He's just small way. and thin. I like him like that for my past uh, experience. <laughs> I like to get subtle jabs in there every time I can. No. Um, <laughs> Listen, AJ, I gotta tell you, there's no new money coming in. I could sell the Michigan properties. Some of those make money, right? You're gonna have to make some tough choices. Yeah, Bonnie, it's AJ. I'm in Detroit, and I'm here to do some liquidating. Is someone staying here at the moment? I don't think so. Well, someone's here. There's a suitcase and clothes. Do I have squatters? Have a nice day. Hello? Somebody here? But yeah, like he, there's that patheticness to his character that if it was Zac Efron, I don't know if I'd believe that. There would be a totally different vibe to that character anyway. So right. maybe, maybe it would have been just as good, but it would have been very different. Yeah, I was uh, well. Actually, when I just was reading that sentence, I was surprised. I had to catch myself. I'm like, oh wait, um, that's the Justin Long character because I I see Zac Efron. I think uh, Bill Skarsgård. Yes. I'm like, okay, yeah, the attractive guy that's yeah. already in the house. Um. So you mentioned the sort of budding romance or interest, uh, this very creepy meet cute, uh, which I think she only like expresses interest to the the viewer because she's like she's taking a picture of yeah. his license, which my wife really liked. Like she's yeah. looking him up on Facebook. She's trying she's to get, establish who is this person. Yeah. Yes, yeah, just in case. But <laughs> that sort of turns into like okay. Since everything has checked out with him up to this yeah. point, like, yeah, maybe now I'm going to allow myself to flirt with him as if yeah. this is just a strange way to meet another person mm-hmm. uh, and stories that they would presumably tell their grandkids. Yeah. Now, because this is a horror movie, um, she gets chased back into the house. She comes back even after she's there in the city for a job interview. And even the person that she's interviewing with for this position is like, you're staying where? Yes. What part of town? Like, ooh, don't. Oh. And that, yeah, don't do that's that. shot when it's morning and she, and there's all mm-hmm. these creepy things that happen overnight, like the door opens mm. and, you know, that yeah. you're again, it's setting you up. Maybe he is, you know, like gaslighting her or, or you know, he is a mm-hmm. creep and he's kind of just hiding it. And, and that's what's going to be revealed. But I love the shot when she walks out because when she pulls up at night, it's dark. So while it still looks like a creepy area, you can't really see much. But in right. the morning, anything could be yeah, creepy. In the, at yeah, night, but in the morning, you see like all these dilapidated houses with graffiti, like, all... <laughs> and then just this one little pristine house in the middle that she'd been staying. I think I drive to my job interview. If I've convinced myself <laughs> to stay with Baby Scarsgard, yes, lock my bedroom door, all of that. Um, hear weird things in the night. Uh, he's mumbling to himself, mm-hmm. like you know, sleep talking or whatever. Night terrors. You survive all of that. Um, yeah. I go to my job interview, I either just go about my business and go back home, or if I have other business in the city, 
uh, I'm going to find uh, a hotel. You cannot tell me that there are just thousands of conventions that are taking place in Detroit <laughs> I, that you can't find any other place to reside. And a medical convention? What sort of convention is it? That's what I know. But um, I do... I do like that it well yes you're right I'm like I'm sure that there are there were some places you could find I do like that the film at least tries to establish um valid intelligent or at least plausible reasons why she continues to go back because it also sets up which is a funny thing because I thought this was good I actually thought this was going to be the Justin Long character in the beginning of the film uh she keeps getting phone calls from what we presume is an ex that's kind mm. of you know seems to be calling all the time and she's, you know, ignoring the call. So I was thinking, oh, and that must be him and he saves her, or, you know, something like that. That was my mind sort of because I knew Justin Long was in it. And so oh, Justin Long. Maybe if it was Zach Efron, he'd <laughs> yeah, be coming yeah, to save that, the day. Exactly. But I guess that that could be another reason kind of why she's a bit unsure of where to go. Um, maybe she doesn't have a place to go back to if she's like fled their relationship. She she sort of makes comment of the fact that she's left a toxic relationship. Um and their yeah. finances. We don't know exactly yeah. what they are, but we assume. That being said, I would have just driven there. somewhere and slept in a Walmart car park. They seem pretty safe to me. Like, <laughs> and then she would have met another homeless person. And, it's like you can't stay in this Walmart parking lot because <laughs> Mother's Milk <laughs> is here. <laughs> so, do you don't stop with Mother's Milk, please. Let's get to that. I don't know that what really, to call. I'm call traumatized the by that, that by that bottle, mate. I'm traumatized. <laughs> so. She makes the, you know, the Janet Lee psycho uh, decision. She goes back to the Bates Motel here, the modern version of it, mm -hmm. except it is creepier in the daylight. You know, we don't have to have the creepy rain and, and Norman and silhouette. But probably the biggest leap in logic you have to make, uh, and it's kind of darkly comic, is that little baby Skarsgård, when he finds her uh, locked into the basement, uh, she's yes. trapped herself in <laughs> and she's discovered this creepy uh, sort of, uh, I would call it a uh, very sparse sex dungeon. You assume yes. something bad has happened to someone because it's yes. just a dirty mattress and an old uh, camera, with, uh, presumably like a VHS tape. Yes, is, you yes. Know, and that comes back to shell. haunt us later. Yeah. Um, she sees that. There's no <laughs> persons, but that's that's enough, right? To mm -hmm. say, okay, fuck this. Fuck this place. Um and little baby Skarsgård, I took it as sort of insulting to their meet cute that he's not as interested in trying to fuck her as he's like, oh, there's a, uh, a creepy sex dungeon. Well, I have to take a look at this. <laughs> when am I going to get the opportunity again? You know, I've stayed at plenty of Airbnbs. I have to go see this. She's imploring him, please do not. <laughs> please do not. Now, what, you know, single man or whatever that's kind of been mildly flirting with this this new lady this happenstance that they share yeah. like the same roof for a night and decides uh fuck you i'm gonna go down there and look at the, the creep mm. fest like i just have to do it to me that was Smart. i didn't think actually you're right i didn't think about that because he's very persistent I, so i don't know if it means he deserves what he gets <laughs> <laughs> but i found it hilarious that you know it seems seemingly as a judgment on her like yeah you're pretty cool but this is cooler. This <laughs> this little bar story I'm going to tell my life, I just have to experience it. Maybe they're like in them, you know, as you say, they're trying to give a reason as to why he goes down. Maybe it's like he just wants her to stay and he thinks that if he goes down and shows her that this is silly, you know, why are you so worried? Well, you're Look right. Maybe he just has a... Maybe Look at my gangly limbs. Yeah. 
look at my stride as I run down the basement steps. Maybe he had a really <laughs> uncomfortable sleep on that couch, and he's thinking, uh, maybe I could do the sex, bin, uh, sex dungeon bed, um, depending on its third <laughs> level. Uh, maybe we could sleep on it together. But, yeah, you're right. That is a little bit. Because, yeah, at that point I was thinking, surely he's in on this, whatever it is. Like, why is he trying to lure her yes, down? Yes, same. Um, but maybe he's just a bit, you know, maybe he, that Jane Eyre reading's just got into his brain and. <laughs> oh, he just, you know, he just flipped through it. He's just looking for things to say. To, he just keeps it ladies. in there for his meat cutes. <laughs> like, so he can show yeah. that he's like an Austin When fan. he creeps someone out and they start rummaging through his, uh, <laughs> backpack. I wonder uh-huh. what book I'd have in my backpack if I was worried someone was looking through it. Something by Jordan Peterson, probably. <laughs> And then you'd have to be concerned if the uh, young fellow is like, oh, I like this. I'm, I'm like, comforted this by this. This girl has intellect. So, yeah, that, well, yeah, you continue. Tell the story. I appreciate your summarizing it for me again. <laughs> so Baby Skarsgård gets down there. And uh, then the movie, it's like it establishes, okay, you've been creeped out by this dude. We're going to take him. We're going to remove yeah. that chess piece. He's off the board now. And uh, we introduce some sort of monster. And then Justin Long is singing along, driving along the Pacific coast. And uh, that's where I think the the first, there were two walkouts. That was where the first walkout. And I thought, wait, is it because there's this turned into a monster movie? Or is it because these people fucking hate Justin Long? They're like, God damn it. (laughs) He was not in the trailer. They were like, this guy gives off moron, I don't know, about consent energy. I don't want to see. Not only that, he's driving like an old red like Porsche or something. <laughs> it just tickled me that my suspicions of these people, that they would have such strong feelings about Justin Long of all people. Like, nope, that tears it. No, I'm not watching one more frame of this. <laughs> I think you're missing the, the, like, there's a key component here. It's not just the Justin Long. I think when... If you combine it like a little, you know, uh, entree main course, although in America you call it entree main course, don't you? So I should say appetizer and entree so I know my mm. audience. You've got the smashing of baby Skarsgård's head to smithereens. Yeah. <laughs> forget. yeah. And then the mutant naked woman. Mother's milk. Then the Justin Long cut. Maybe they were just like, nah, this <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> that, just, that that was too far. The, the move to Justin Long was too far. <laughs> I think I'd stay for another 10 minutes. Even if I'm like, I'm not in the mood for a monster movie. I think I'd be like, okay, let's, I'll give you 10 more minutes just to see. And I guess, you know, that's where the the punishment, if you're if yeah. Justin Long hater begins, because we just reset to whatever bullshit's going yeah. on in his world, which is, as you mentioned, uh, there's been some sort of sexual assault that he's uh, accused of. And I think the film, as it goes on, makes clear that whatever it was, that yes, he actually did. Uh, do it because he admits as much to like a, a friend at a bar but he doesn't he does not believe i i truly believe that this is a man who for some reason thinks being persistent <laughs> um <laughs> and then wearing mm-hmm. someone down so that they finally submit is uh, uh an, an acceptable form of consent <laughs> i truly believe that this character believes that <laughs> at least in their so how mind do you- how do you track that with the, you know, the first, I guess, third of the movie with baby Skarsgård that he's, I don't want to say he's doing exactly the same thing because he's not trying to, uh, you know, physically overwhelm her at any point, but the 
persistence to be polite or at least surface level polite is like I, I would assume from someone in that situation is incredibly threatening and creepy. And so mm-hmm. it, the movie is most interesting to me in that dynamic between the two first characters we meet, because I don't really know what he's supposed to say. The situation itself is creepy. It's almost like you, you might as well not even say anything like, well, this is kind of fucked up. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to make I, this comforting. Let's, I won't, I'll let you continue on with the spoilers because you're doing a fab job and I don't remember as much as you do. I think, but I think oh, no, what it is. I watched this a month ago. There's supposed to be the details <laughs> Sorry here. Sorry on Wednesday, but, you know, I might have had some bad wine with me. Um, no, no, I do know. I just prefer your dulcet tones to my horrid voice. Um, oh, okay. I think <laughs> the, what the what should have happened in the first section, really, if we're talking about... Um, it have, I mean, people are going to probably bag me out for this if they... I'm gender political, but if it was me and I was a man, I would have left and let her keep the place. I would have even slept in her car. I know that's probably like, oh, but you know, we're all equal. Like, da da da. Well, I didn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> that's what, if, <laughs> as soon as she started feeling uncomfortable by it, I would have left if I was a man. Um, and then I think that echoes later in the film, which I'll let you describe. When <laughs> the actions of Justin Long's character when he's put in peril and her sort of the morality test that she has to uh, re-enter the place <laughs> again, the difference between men and women sometimes in terms of how far we're willing to go to help and to be, you know, what we consider to do the right thing, I think is basically... This film is called Men Are Barbarians and They're All Fools, and that's what this film is about. <laughs> well, let me defend. Uh, defend the male yeah, species. The male You're the only person with a I would have been incredibly rude, and I would have treated uh, this young lady as an equal, and that I see her as a threat. You're showing up late at night. You're telling me you have access to this place. Uh, no, I've booked it. I don't even want to see your cell phone. I'm not letting you in the house because I don't know what you're going to do to me. I've seen Gone Girl. They don't trust you. <laughs> oh, men always have to bring up Gone Girl. Like, <laughs> well, uh, all right. Um, uh, let me admit a, a little bit. Um, I do find uh, Gone Girl, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the character. I can't remember what the character's actual name was. We'll just call her Gone Girl. Amy. Uh, isn't I do it? find her. Uh, yes, Amy. Um, I do find her very appealing. I kind of like the crazy a little bit. I find it. <laughs> You know, as long as I'm not going to be the one that have my uh, throat slit during during sex. Although that's a hell of a way to go. It's not it the is... worst way to go. You know, um, <laughs> you're going out I on think, a high I note. I think I'd rather be strangled because apparently that increases the intensity of the orgasm. So ah. if you're going to go, See, I don't know if you're letting your we, blood. We have no. <laughs> we neither one of us have any reason to call either of these characters creepy. <laughs> now we're talking about which how, way would we like to die how sexually? Is it that every podcast we do turns into something filthy. <laughs> it can't just be me. I know I am bad in that regard, but you're just as bad too. So you can't blame me now. <laughs> Here's the problem with the situation. This is the uh, podcast version of Barbarian, where I've let you in the podcast, and now you know now we're both in, in peril because of it. <laughs> But in a way, I guess uh, Baby Skarsgård, if he had been a jerk, would have saved everybody quite a bit of trouble. 
yes. wouldn't he? I don't. That's the other way to look at I guess it. We I don't, guess. <laughs> I guess we don't know the rules of uh, you know, the the monster here. Does she come up and drag people down to the 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 basement or the sub basement? I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's movement uh, about because uh, this homeless man that he becomes like an NPC in a video game. He comes and drops <laughs> little information to our characters. He's like little Wario, like running. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't walk over in that area, not during this time of day, or you will lose your life and have to start over. Um, look, I, I, I loved this movie. It's probably my favorite movie that I've seen this year, just because I just thoroughly was engaged and entertained the entire time. I just enjoyed yeah. that whole, you know, just old fashioned, what will happen next? Yeah. And I had no idea. What was now? No. Even when we introduced Justin Long, I assumed okay, we have to have a jerk character because we need to feel yeah. comfortable with someone who's going to be tortured yeah. and maimed in some way, and we know that he is going to make his way back to this house because he has to get his financial affairs in order. Yeah. And, and one source is, of income is this Airbnb in this neighborhood. Come on, that scene where he's measuring the underground, like the subterranean <laughs> basement, to, to see if he can list it on the real estate, you know, Zillow or whatever it is in America. I was cracking up. Like, I was laughing. I don't laugh out loud at movies very often, like especially ones that aren't comedies. Um, and I was like actually actively laughing out loud during some of those scenes. But you yeah. want bad things to happen to him, correct? Like it, when he's looking at this, when he walks past the sparse sex dungeon, <laughs> and he's like, ooh, look at this, look at all this, this free square footage that I've gained <laughs> just with my, my curiosity. Let me get my measuring tape out, please. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, even That was the second walkout, exactly. by the way. Oh, really? When he got the measuring tape The measuring tape, tape. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that person's really dumb. Then, if that like, if they can't understand mm. that, that's actually like very good writing, and it's very darkly humorous, and it fits into the film. Or if they'd continued watching it, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, just you know, morons. They don't deserve to finish watching it. Um, <laughs> that's my take, anyway. They're gonna have their HBO Max subscription yeah. <laughs> rescinded now because of it. <laughs> no peacock for you either. Um, <laughs> I think the. <laughs> Even with the Justin Long character, though, there there are a few moments later on as things progressively get worse. Once he realizes what what is underneath, what is there, you know, the the let's call her mutant incest woman, um, mother's uh, milk, mother's milk. I should have said, sorry, mother's milk. I'm being far too uh, uh, disturbingly pragmatic in my description. Once he finds mother's milk, there are some moments while he's so pathetic in some ways that. You do actually have a sense of empathy for him, at least I did, um, for for a short period, a very short period. <laughs> then it turns mm-hmm. around again, and again unexpectedly, because you, I sort of thought, well, okay, maybe he's going to turn into someone that I'm not completely repulsed by by the end of this movie, but no, <laughs> that's not what happens. And he even has, um, <clears throat> you know, the uh, the sort of hero's journey, Malik, even <laughs> though he's not a hero, where he is reflecting for once yes. like you know am i a bad person i think yeah. i am a bad person like can can i become a good person I can i get people. back to yeah uh which is followed by my one of my favorite moments in cinema history where <laughs> when in peril when being chased by mother's milk 
the only way out is he realizes, wait, I'm not the desirable one here. You are. So I will throw you off the top of this water tower and escape mother's milk. I, that is where I laughed in the theater. Yes, and I, I was just like, oh, I was enthralled with it. And it's, I felt bad, but I also enjoyed that the movie embraced just what a fucking dickhead he is. Like, yeah. no, there's no redemption. No. When push comes to shove. That's totally realistic. He, Let's be real. Yes. I think a lot of people would do that. <laughs> I honestly believe a lot. If your life is in peril, you know, I think I, I'm not saying I would. <laughs> I'd consider it, but <laughs> I think a lot of us would do it. I think that's probably most head. people. Most people would have the passing thought, but would they, would they would act they on it? Would they actually do it? Yeah. Would you act Yeah. On He's got the quick reflexes. He does. And Mother's Milk did a great dive to catch you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I love the fact that when when you realize that she's treating um both Justin Long's character and it was Tess wasn't it um mm-hmm. Tess as her children <laughs> there's a lot of breastfeeding uh, imagery in this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're a breast man this might and you like you know uh interesting um uh, if you google if you pour, if you youtube search includes like natural big boobs or something then this, <laughs> this and breastfeeding this might be the movie you're for really me. helping the <laughs> seo on this uh, podcast with the show notes <laughs> we're gonna but, get some extra clicks on this oh, episode yeah the that scene honest i still think about that bottle it, it, when he, she's trying to um feed milk to justin long's character in the in their little cave crypt or whatever it was oh god and it's like such an ugly bottle with this huge like teat on it <laughs> and all these i can't i couldn't i'm someone that i i i'm gonna be real for everyone um i have psoriasis mm-hmm. and i lose a lot of hair and it, it really bothers me <laughs> so if you want to start a go fund me for my hair situation <laughs> please <laughs> please feel free to donate to but you know but anyway so I'm always paranoid about like making sure that if I've, you know, hairs fallen out of my head that I'm vacuuming around me. When I saw that nipple, the teeth of the bottle covered in those long strands of mutant mother's milk's hair <laughs> and it was being shoved in his mouth or trying to sh- I was like, no, I, I almost walked out just from pure terror. <laughs> and and while I, I probably would have suckled on it, unlike him who refused, you know, he'd rather die than suckle on this of long haired of grossness. I have to admit, I probably would have had to struggle to do it. Whereas the test is just like, do it, do it. Be her, be her baby. Um, I like to think that, uh, I, I would not be faced with that choice because I'm uh, taller than Justin Long, so I don't think she would have felt like I'm uh, I can be cradled and cuddled in that way. So I think I would have been like Baby Skarsgård. I just would have been bashed into the wall, and I wouldn't have got the the offer of milk. Actually, I don't know. Maybe smashing would have been a better way to go. It is impressive that the um, that they apply the sort of um expectations that you know women have as far as how to navigate uh a nutbag be it yeah. like a, a man offering you wine or this 
uh, horrible creature that has never lived, I guess, above ground um, and has been raised by this uh, this rapist uh, man. Yes. Make sure you get back to that because that was a, I found that quite fascinating, that third sort of little narrative reset that we get mm-hmm. where it describes. So you sort of have, as you say, the setup of the house and then the introduction of Justin Long and we find out he owns the house and he's going there, you know, to make some money to pay for his rape lawyer. But then we go, you know, we flash back to how this mother's milk ended up in the house essentially without what I appreciate about the film is that (laughs) once you get to that section, it's even more sort of disturbing um, in terms of the way women are treated, I guess, violently uh, by Mm -hmm. some members of the male community yeah, it doesn't really show anything. It never really shows anything super graphic. It just implies it. Um, and that is almost worse in some ways. <laughs> like, well, not worse, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it's pretty it's pretty brutal. Like, it's a very, what is that, Joseph Fritzl, whatever his name was, you know, that the idea of, remember when there was that period where it just seemed like there was all these women coming out of basements <laughs> that had been, you know, kept by men as sex slaves and having children and... Uh, I feel I feel like there was a period in time where that was happening, like every few months, um, and this film kind of draws on that in a sense of the horrors of that. But yeah, it never actually shows any any sexual violence. But you know that dirty bed with the camera, as you said, um, the the look on Justin Long's face when he watches one of the videos. There's the, there's a whole like VHS with some really disturbing titles mm-hmm. on. The- handwritten titles and then when he watches one and the look you know you just see his reaction uh, I find all of that just as chilling as if they actually you know had some sort of reenactment or something or you know like a showing the the brutality I don't think it's necessarily needed especially when it's so rampant (laughs) in our real life and on the news but also so in that sequence, Justin Long, who all we know about him, as far as the reason for him even being there, is that he has assaulted a co-worker. He's, he mm-hmm. pretty much has had his, it looks like his uh, life is all together. He's cruising along his convertible, his career's on the upswing, he's got this sitcom, uh, and now he's been booted from that because uh, he got you know a little bit of power and immediately abused it, which is different from... The, I mean, the, I guess the origin of this, this monster movie is this man who, uh, is just your average sort of blue collar, no name Joe, who realizes that really the sort of further down he goes as far as staying in the poor end of town, like he, he has neighbors saying to him in that flashback, mm-hmm. Hey, we're getting out of here. Like, you know, this neighborhood's going downhill. Yeah, yeah. He looks yeah. at that as, you know, it's very opportunistic. Like, Oh, I can now abuse. Yes. And Great. enact violence on those that society will not care about, and no one is going to pay attention. Mm. In fact, we're going to have some idiot Hollywood actor yeah. will invest in this property after presumably he sells it and is like, "Well, I've got my underground bunker. I don't really need the top part." However, <laughs> Justin Long is disgusted by him, but this guy, um, it appears, would kill himself if he was physically able to, because as soon as he uh, is given access to a weapon, which is in like a bedside drawer um, mm-hmm. because of Justin Long's presence. He does so. Justin Long, I don't know if it's... <laughs> Are you blaming Justin no, Long No, it's for just, this? <laughs> it's like with age, 
Uh, I'm not absolving either character. It's like, but with age, this guy either knows what he is and has known the whole time that he's he's evil and he has found his place in the world where he can do evil things. Um, but Justin Long thinks he's the hero in this. He's the he's the one being attacked <laughs> by evil things. Doesn't realize that he's a yeah. part of this. He's just a <laughs> wealthier version of this yeah. guy. And I, I liked that aspect of it because. I initially thought Justin Long was just, you know, uh, he's just a meat shield for our lead female character. Like, we need someone that we don't care if he gets killed to be introduced in this. He's one more character in the slasher movie just to be put in peril for our entertainment. And I thought they did a little bit more with it where, you know, his speech at the end and the fact that he learns nothing from that reflection and and chooses self-preservation and evil again over saving a woman who's as you said saved him she comes back in the fucking house for him no reason to yeah that is right i i have to admit that was rough like watching her go i have to admit i was like don't like because it's such a i just feel like not only is it i can't just say it's a female thing because i'm sure there are many men that would do the same as well and yeah people would know anyone i guess it's that kind of like there's a i understand why you would do it but some like self-preservation does have to come at a certain point like what are your what are your odds of saving these people do you know like sometimes you've got to weigh up those odds well, and if I it's not a good odds around that teat maybe you need i know to... that so i've already yeah, decided yeah. I, I can and will do that <laughs> but i but i admire that i have to admit i don't think i you know when she makes a decision to go back in she's tried other avenues like again it's not like she's just been completely you know, it seems ridiculous that she's gone back in because she's tried to talk to the police. They think she's some, you know, crackhead uh, wandering the streets of a bad neighbourhood in Detroit. They're basically, you know, oh, the way they spoke to her, I was getting so mad. <laughs> um, so she has tried other avenues and now she just feels like she has to return because she can't leave someone in peril when she's tried to get help and no one will help her. Um, but yeah, that was hard for me to watch because I don't know. I, I personally don't know if I would have been able to do that. I would have been too scared. I've contacted the authorities. They called me a crazy person. <laughs> you know. Yes, I've done what I can. I tried. I'll, I'll I tweet tried. about this or something. I don't know. I'll try. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I'll turn into a, th- a, t- a tweet thread <laughs> that will, you know, be shared around. Yeah, hopefully this will be a oh, viral God. bad Airbnb story. And then maybe, you know, maybe Justin Long... <laughs> Belly full of milk will survive long enough in captivity. <laughs> well, can I say that maybe this is what is needed? Because isn't Airbnb one of the reasons why we're having a yes. rental crisis yes. at the moment? Or it's one mm-hmm. of the... Uh, <laughs> Bernadette's bringing yeah. them to... Look, I'm not just someone that likes to talk about porn and... Uh, not all the time, anyway. Big heads and eyebrows. <laughs> not all the time. I'm also politically, you know, um, interested in these things. But yeah, I mean... People who hoard housing because they think it's uh, their privilege to have investment properties and make money um, instead of, you know, housing being a right like it should be for everyone. There's some, you know, in, in I don't know what it's like in America. I've heard it's not great at the moment. But here in Perth, we have like our rental vacancy rate is something ridiculous like 1.3%. I know personally I can't find a place to rent. Uh, that's why I'm staying with my mom. And I know three or four of my friends who have put in 50 plus applications actually offering more than what is, which is already a ridiculously overinflated price. And they can't find, I, I mean, that's just ridiculous. And yet 
there apparently there are so many vacant homes that are either being used that are just investment properties that aren't being rented or are being used as Airbnb and short-term accommodation. So, you know. Yeah, I think I read an article go, in our, our local, um, well, not paper, because, you know, I'm, I'm not that old where I still get the paper delivered to you me. Um, Come on now. But, um, and also, I believe it was behind a paywall, and I had to do my little, you know, internet thing to, to get around that. So, I mean, I'm not even supporting journalism when I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Pay for it. Fuck no. Like, there's, <laughs> there has to be a link. There's a way I can do the. Get a yeah. real job, journalist. <laughs> Don't look for BuzzFeed. Information should be free. This podcast is free, by the way. Uh, We do have a Patreon if people want to give us a buck. Unless you want to support my uh, psoriasis. I can can add that to the... My my shampoo's not cheap, I can add that to the Patreon that you have (laughs) not one but two co-hosts that are losing their hair. So let's, (laughs) let's get us back. Oh, are you? I feel you. It's my biggest fear that I'm going to go bald. I need to invest uh, in some decent. No, things. I mean it is for uh, I think a, a a lot of people, but uh, I look uh, strikingly uh, just like you know my my father, and I was always told that. And my father yeah. lost his hair in his late twenties, so I had a pretty good assessment of like, well, that's oh, that's no, what no. it's gonna. That's yeah, it's fine. Uh, You've done well. Yeah, uh, yeah I've, I've you know I've <laughs> outraced the old man. Um, so yeah. we'll see, we'll see how long that takes. You have the greater hair strength. Yeah. Um, where was that? Oh, the Airbnbs. Yes. Not paying for journalists. Yes. Uh, to live and have housing of their own. <laughs> uh, something like it was like just over like a hundred people, like maybe 80 to a hundred people had bought up like thousands of properties in our, in just my little city, which is not a no. big, it's just a college no. town. And it was, you know, they, they were tracking like, you know, it was like this, these like shell companies in Texas and California, they were just buying, like buying up entire neighborhoods, like an entire street uh, just to sit on them, just to, you know, just to raise the rates of, of rent and, and home yeah. pricing. So uh, I wish Barbarian, you know, we're not going to have like a Jaws moment again or a psycho, <clears throat> like don't go in the shower, <laughs> don't go in the water type yeah. thing. I would love if it crashed Airbnbs as far as like, no, yeah. don't do that. Because uh, you're going to have a nipple shoved in your mouth. and <laughs> With lots of stray hairs on it. <laughs> Just dangling all over the teeth. So where do you uh, – I think my last sort of note I had is um, it's hard to have sympathy for uh, this person that we see bash – we're introduced to bashing another human skull against a wall um, and is obsessed with um, – you know, uh, I guess first year baby videos, like, you know, parenting mm. advice uh, videos from the 80s. Mm. But this is also a, like the, the the monster in this monster movie is uh, a horrible victim herself, a, a life yeah. that has not known yeah. anything but trauma. So yeah. how do you think that the film ultimately handles, you know, having to do battle with this character when you know the origin is horrific and the life up to this point has been horrific? Yeah. I think I actually think the film does have empathy for her. I the fact that she she's a character she is a character in the film, obviously, but it's they don't in a lesser film, let's say, it would have been like, in my opinion, more grotesque. Like um, there would have been like more shots of her, like like a savage or like scary. I don't I don't necessarily I don't didn't find her. Sc- Scary. I found her unpredictable, and I kept thinking, well, "How did she get this way?" Um, 
And I think like with the nursing video and stuff, I imagine that the nursing video, she keeps watching it because that's probably what the guy, when he was impregnating all of these women and making them give birth at home and they, you know, didn't have access to, you know, nurse uh, nursing care, maybe that's how they, they learnt how to breastfeed. Um, so, and let's not forget if, if he was, you know, if they're all in some sense a product of incest, uh, some of them probably did die um, or, you know, they had or just die from, not just die from perhaps the genetic conditions that can happen in that, but just die from, mal, you know, malnourishment, not being cared for, die during childbirth. Living in holes so, in the ground, within yeah. holes in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, it, I actually, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that she's like this or mother's milk is this sort of like, scary even though she is kind of mutant like in terms of her strength i do think the film definitely has some empathy for her and i I kind of felt sad like i don't like it could have been a lot i don't think it goes for like cheap laughs there could have been a lot more cheaper laughs if they wanted to if it was that type of movie about like the breastfeeding stuff and i mean we've made jokes about it because you know we're like uh you know insensitive jerks but <laughs> and we're like you know immature man peter pan and and wendy but in, in the film's universe in the film's universe they don't do that yeah i i agree like i don't like i wanted uh mother's milk properly handled by the end of this because what i did not want is mm-hmm. <laughs> barbarian 2 like you know <laughs> mother, no. mother takes manhattan that sort of thing i do not yeah. want uh this monster to become <laughs> like i don't know like donald trump cameo <laughs> like I, I like saw or anything else uh, paranormal activity i guess anything that becomes this like modest hit uh as soon as they can yeah. make a buck off of it uh there should be another one i hope that this is the uh, the director, writer, director Zach uh, Kreger here. I I do not know uh, this person. I don't know if um, apparently he was a, he started. I think it was like his sitcoms or something. Hmm. I think he had some sort of like comedy sketch. Thing the widest kids you know that I'd never heard of because it's probably only in the U.S. Oh no, a Twitch streamer is his uh, in the first sentence what? of his. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what Twitch is, so I can't. Good. Twitch is what happens to my eye when I'm stressed. Like, <laughs> as far as I know, that's I don't know any other meaning for that name. So maybe he will. Maybe you know. Maybe he will. Uh, he will turn this into a franchise of sorts. I, I don't know because no. Uh, everything else. I think this is his launching pad. This is his launching pad. Now that he's made this and he's done well. It could be like an it follows situation where like they're going mm. to do you know okay yeah like I don't I don't see him milking this <laughs> Mil- <laughs> milking <laughs> that wasn't intentional by the way that would just happen you're right um, we are insensitive I don't see jerks milking mothers milk. <laughs> I know. you're trying to say something nice and it turns into <laughs> I, I was trying to say something nice but you know I've got breasts so I can say milking um <laughs> it's not you know it's not insensitive from me. Um, although they've never shed milk, unfortunately, I'm childless. Um, fortunately, you mean? <laughs> fortunately, yeah, I should say. Fortunately, after seeing this movie too, um, yeah, no, I I don't see him. A film that's this well. Did he write the screenplay? Yes, as well, or he just yeah. directed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a film that is this well directed and this well written, that has you know, 
think about, I, I can see why the dumb people walked out at that first sort of change when Justin Long turns up. Because if you're not invested in this story and it takes a dramatic shift like that, someone is going to walk out. They're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Like, see you later. But if you're intelligent and and you understand film language and you understand good writing, you're going to be invested in that first section because it's very well written, very very well acted by both of the actors. And that unexpected shift should excite you, not make you think, what am I watching? Uh, And so to do that, I think you have to have a certain level of, like, talent that you're probably not going to be stupid enough to (laughs) turn this film that has, you know, a very solid beginning, middle and end into a franchise, just go and create something else that's just as good. There, there could be another little barbarian down there that just you know didn't wake up in time <laughs> yeah. to get it on. The... A male this time. Yes. Mother's milk takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, suck on that, oh, Justin Long. So bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin Long. I actually liked it. Oh, God, you know, that makes it sound like I'm anti Justin Long. I actually think he's quite nice. Don't suck on it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> well, suck on it when it was the other thing. Don't suck on it in Michael's version of your the second, the male version live, of the film. <laughs> These are the rules. <laughs> <laughs> enough barbarians so uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll call you back and we'll uh, we'll try to talk about a best yeah. picture <laughs> winner in Parasite <laughs> South Korean masterpiece <laughs> oh, that, that's a great way to introduce it with a, a dick joke um, <laughs> yeah, I think they'd be yeah. pleased yeah. alright I'll call you right back <laughs>